they're just ghost whipping that pumpkin. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Runaway Pumpkin, by Kevin Lewis, illustrated by S.D. Schindler, published by Orchard Books. The Runaway Pumpkin is a tale about three siblings who find the biggest pumpkin of the harvest, and they decide to set it off down a hill. On its way down to the bottom, the pumpkin wreaks havoc on some of their family members. Will everyone be excited about the kid's big score? Or will someone be injured and be forced to make a hospital visit in an embarrassing costume? Well, run for cover, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on a hill, and my what a hill it is. Looks like it would be a great sledding hill. It's clearly fall though, with all the orange leaves and brown grass. So that's gonna have to wait for another day. But up the hill comes marching three siblings. One dressed up in a skeleton bodysuit, the other has a cape on, and the straggler is dressed up like a witch. Unless they're headed to the Met Gala, I assume it's Halloween. On their way up the hill, what do they find? Why, it's a big ripe pumpkin. I could have guessed that by the title. So now we have a hill and our pumpkin. I can only imagine what happens next. And oh yeah, Kevin confirms it's Halloween. Well, the little witch warns her two brothers, but to no avail. They break the pumpkin off the vine and start pushing it down the hill like their Oompa Loompas rolling Violet away at Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. And finally the pumpkin begins to roll on its own. They're just ghost whipping the thing. And it started off slow, but then it got faster. Quote, Round and round across the ground, making a thumpin' bumpin' sound. Came that thumpity bumpity thumpin' bumpin' round and rolly runaway pumpkin. End quote. Sounds like my Friday night. Well, not last Friday. But it happened. Moving on. That thing's cooking now. And quite literally blows up a pig's die. I think that's what a pig's home is called. Quote. A short way down the hillside, that zooming pumpkin caught the eye of mucking Mama Baxter, who thought of Granny's pumpkin pie. End quote. Really? That's what she thinks of as the pigsty's blowing up in front of her eyes? Her mom's homemade pies? Not, Duck and cover! Or, I'm gonna kill my kids. No, she's thinking about spoiling herself with a little dessert. Just absurd. Unless... Her life is flashing before her eyes, and she's hoping for one last meal. And that's the only thing she can think of. Nah, it's ridiculous. But I tried. This pumpkin continues down the hill, and it's heading right towards Grandpa and his chickens. Yep, you guessed it. He's not thinking about fleeing. 
probably because his old bones can't move that fast anymore. So instead, he thinks about Grandma's soup. No, he doesn't think about her when she was younger. He thinks about her making a dish that almost always burns the shit out of your mouth. This guy must love pain. And he gets it too. Because Grandpa gets blasted by the pumpkin. I'm shocked he's still alive. This pumpkin's on a tear. And oh no, it's headed straight for Papa at the bottom of the hill. But luckily, he's on a tractor and looks like he might be the only one who can drive his ass to safety. But what does he do? He does what all the others did and immediately starts thinking about Granny's cooking. If that's really what all these people are thinking about, this lady deserves her own show on Food Network. She could be the next barefoot Contessa. But beside the point, Papa's clearly the brains of the family and tills out an area and stops the pumpkin right in its tracks. So what happens next, you ask? No, the two brothers don't get yelled at for destroying the entire farm and putting their family out of business, completely ruining all their lives. Nope, that would be too real. They're all excited and the little sister drags Granny out from watching the Wheel of Fortune. Then they shove the pumpkin in their house, and they all tell Granny to do the one thing they kept her around for, and get her ass in the kitchen. So Granny cooks the family a feast, and they all sit down for dinner in their costumes, only to be interrupted by the doorbell ringing every 30 seconds with kids asking for candy. I added that last part, but I'm just saying... Seems like the worst day to have a feast for dinner. What do they think this is? Thanksgiving? What's the lesson Kevin wants us to gain from this? It's do whatever the hell you want. There won't be any repercussions. Those kids quite nearly got away with murder. Without even a Hey, do you think you should have done that? Or Think next time, would ya? Or Grandpa's on his way out, but your mom, really? Not the best message. What do I think about Kevin's work? Well, the lesson was awful. But I will say there was a strong family bond throughout this book. Which, not which, which. It was rather endearing. And that refrain was kind of fun too. Though... A little pointless. As for SD's illustrations, they were hand-drawn and well done at that. SD set the mood of fall and Halloween perfectly, without going over the top with cliche things you would expect like bats and skeletons. No, SD's simple use of tones and colors were more than enough. And on another note, the aftermath of the pumpkin wreaking havoc was a delight to see. So, if you have a professional chef in the family, you'll be able to relate to this rip-roaring tale. But if your family just orders out, you'll want to squash this one. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.6. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for a few more bites. But I filled up on candy. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.